0: You know, this game, it looks very close, a point here or there. I think the game comes down to the health of the two quarterbacks. You know, how actually healthy are they? So, you know, like a a Hurts, he hasn't really been the same since he had his shoulder injury. Mahomes is dealing with a high ankle sprain. Those things don't just go away overnight. So I think that might be a, a key factor in the game.
1: Yeah, I think Hurts is fine. I think Jalen Hurts' shoulder looks good. Uh, Now, in the last game, he didn't need to throw it all that much because the 49ers didn't have much really left. They lost both their quarterbacks in the game. So the Eagles just ran the ball, and they ran it really well. They actually ran for four touchdowns in the ball game. That's the thing is I think that Hurts is uh, able to run, and Mahomes is not. So that definitely is a factor because Mahomes – can't move like he used to. He might be able to move a little bit, but he's going to be somewhat compromised by that right ankle. Now, they'll be creative. I mean, if anybody can come up with something to beat the Eagles, it's Andy Reid. He's as good as... A play callers has been he'll take some chances he likes to do some tricks and other things they'll use shovel passes they'll let Mahomes just sort of create um, it's going to be a great football game from that standpoint because I think the Eagles have the better team I think at almost every position they have outstanding players but the chiefs are experienced andy reed is a great game planner and this could come down to which coach is better andy reed or nick sirianni um i think that when it comes to quarterbacks you know mahomes has all the experience i had a chiefs friend of mine tell me that i was wrong picking the eagles in this game which i did uh, because jalen hurts hasn't played on the big stage i was like uh did i miss Jalen Hurts playing for Alabama and in the national championship game. I don't know. Uh, So, you know, Jalen Hurts is going to be just fine in this game. I think that the the Eagles are too good around him for him to lose it. And I've got the Eagles winning this one 34-31. I think it's going to be a great game and there could be a lot of scoring. And I think it'll be fun and entertaining.
0: Yeah, and as usual, I'm sure Eagles fans do not want Patrick Mahomes to have the ball with two minutes left in the game down three points or something like that. He's no, always you probably factor. don't. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. And Travis Kelsey's the best tight end I oh. think to ever play this game. When it's all said and done, you know, and they'll find a way to get him the ball, of course. Um, you know, I, I think that the the Chiefs' problem will be that the Eagles' pass rush is outstanding, and they led the NFL in sacks, and they are going to put Hassan Reddick, their best uh, pass rusher on Andrew Wiley, who's the right tackle. And Wiley's been a little shaky. Uh, he's given up nine sacks this season. That's the fourth most in the NFL. So that's where your focus should be if you're a Chiefs fan is keep those Eagles off of your quarterback. If they do, then Patrick Mahomes can win this game because all he needs is a little bit of time to get the ball to Kelsey or get it downfield to Smith Schuster or Valdez Scantling. And it's going to be a good day for Kansas City through the air. We know that he can do that. I wonder if they will give the ball to Pacheco and let him kind of gash the the Eagles a little bit if he can and set up a pass every so often and keep them guessing. Because if you just drop back and throw all day, the Eagles are going to pin their ears back and go after you. Mm
0: -hmm, For sure. All right. Well, football season almost over here, except for the Battle Hawks will be coming up. We can talk about that next week. But uh, baseball, I mean, pitchers and catchers are reporting this week. So, Tom, I want to ask you, heading into this season, what's one or two of the biggest questions you have about the Cardinals?
1: I think number one for me is who is going to be the starting outfield. And if it started today, I'd go O'Neal in left, Carlson in center, Newt in Right. The question is, will those three be healthy at the start of the season? I think Newt Barr has shown that he can. Um, I, you know, They all, though, have dealt with injuries, and especially the previous two, O'Neill and Carlson, are the ones who I think you have to wonder, will they be healthy? And if not, it, will Jordan Walker bust the door down and take that right field spot? Will Alec Burleson? Uh, be able to do something he's been able to hit at a very high level at the minor league level how will that translate to the major leagues and then what do they have beyond that that's my question so the outfield I think is a big question the second one for me is the pitching staff in particular the starting rotation is Jack Flaherty going to be the ace of this staff my guess is yes I think he's going to have a really good year uh, this is the year before he makes a big payday in free agency. I think that he is, by all reports, healthy and has been looking good in this off season, But he's going to have to show it. I mean, we could sit there and talk about it all day long, but he's going to have to show it on the mound. So that's a question. In addition to Wainwright, Michaelis, Montgomery, Mats, I think your all your rotation is always a question. And if you do, if one of those five does have an issue, who backs him up? Dakota Hudson or any of the others who are trying to make their name and trying to get some innings. Um, And then the bullpen, I think, is a definite uh, question always. What's your depth there? Who is going to be your shutdown from the left side, right side? I think the back end of the bullpen is set with Ryan Helsley, Giovanni Gallegos. But I'd like to know, is Genesis Cabrera – going to be that lefty option late in the game for them? Will he be back to what he used to be? Uh, The Cardinals will win if their pitching is good, period. I mean, I think they've got a great lineup. I really do. I have no issues with their offense. I think they're going to score. I think their defense will be great. The question is, will their pitching be able to hold up all season? I think it's a fair question.
0: Pretty good. uh, Pretty exciting time, Tom. uh, You're looking forward to KMOX's coverage of the baseball season uh, any plans you can talk about right now, specifically?
1: Yeah, we pitchers and catchers start working out uh, this week, and you know they'll be all ready to go tomorrow. So uh, Matt Pauley is flying there today. Mike Claiborne's already down there. Our broadcast team of John Rooney, Ricky Horton, Jim Jackson uh, will be working as well along with Claiborne. Uh, our first game is February twenty fifth. We'll be there for every single pitch, every single session, as we always are from the beginning of spring training to the end. So I will take over in the beginning of March and take you to March 27th, the final game of the Grapefruit League, and then we start the season in St. Louis on March 30th. Now, I really, you know, I think when it comes to coverage, One of the things that we're capable of doing on radio is spending a lot of time interacting with listeners. And I really look forward to those sports open lines at night where you can hear our guys. And then in March, me coming down and and spending a little time, not only interviews, But I think this, what we're doing right here, baseball discussion, kind of giving you behind the curtain some things that maybe you don't know about this team. And the most valuable thing we can do is spend time with the team in spring training, the front office, the players, manager Ollie Marmel, always the best time to visit with them. It's the most time that we have to visit with them because during the season, things move pretty fast. Game to game, the story changes. I think in spring training, you really can look deep into this team and and learn not only what they're trying to do to win but who these people are and we kind of you know are able to visit with them as human beings. So spring training coverage is one of my favorite parts of this job is spending a lot of time with this St. Louis Cardinals team. And one thing about it, the fan base of this team, they can never have enough. I mean they always want <laughs> that's more true. and that's the beautiful thing about working at KMOX. Yeah,
0: definitely one of the if not the best uh, fan bases in all of professional sports. Uh, one more thing about this year. The schedule is different this year. Can you briefly tell us what the highlights of that are?
1: Well, it's just the fact that it's a more balanced schedule. So now you will play everybody from around the league, American League and National League. So it's fewer games against the National League Central, which means fewer chances to dominate some of the teams that do uh, Aren't that great in the NL Central, like the Reds or the Pirates. Although the Cardinals have had their troubles with some of those teams in the past, uh, mostly they've been able to handle uh, the Reds, the Pirates. Um, you know, and and the thought was that they could stack up some wins, and maybe that hurts them. But I will counter with this: that the Cardinals actually, the one of the complaints about them actually is that they raise their game against the good teams, and sometimes not so much against the lesser teams. I don't know Mm -hmm. if that's true or not. It's just, you know, it's a subjective thought. Uh, But maybe if you're looking for a silver lining to this, not playing as much NL Central, is the fact that you can now say that, you know, this will be fun to go to the ballpark and see some teams that you don't normally see or see the Cardinals go into territory that they don't always get to go to every year. So does that help them? And does that raise their game come October? The expectation is that the Cardinals are playing in the playoffs in October. How do you get there? You gotta be able to stack as many wins as possible. So it's understandable to think that if they're not playing the NL Central as much, does it hurt them? I get that. I'd love to see them against great competition. And then as we hit the trade deadline, At the end of July, you see what you need from that standpoint, and you go get those players to make yourself better.
0: All right, briefly, what do you have highlights for uh, sports on a Sunday coming up at 10?
1: well it's college basketball is an incredible day yesterday mizzou wins at the buzzer on a three by deandre golston against tennessee uh, illinois looks great against rutgers and the Illini are back no doubt about it uh, we'll hear from Slu basketball coach travis ford he's coming up at 10 30 his team is kind of struggling here to close games and he'll talk about that he's been very open and honest on the show i look forward to talking to him at 10:30. rebecca tillett the head coach of the women's side of the billikins They've won five in a row. We'll hear from her and her star, Brooke Flowers. We'll have our Blues breakdown. They won last night 6-5 to five in overtime over Arizona. 11 o'clock hour, we're pretty much all football. Long conversation between Joe Roderick, who covered the Super Bowl for us on KMOX this week down on Radio Row, and our old friend Howard Balzer. As they discussed not only football, but the Hall of Fame process, which... Left Torrey Holt out again. A little frustrating, a lot frustrating for us St. Louis Rams fans. So we'll have that in the 11 o'clock hour, plus our Super Bowl pick. I already gave you mine. Eagles win at 34 31.
0: All right. Looking forward to it, Tom. Appreciate the time. Thanks, buddy. All right. Take care. A couple minutes before 8 o'clock, total information to AM on KMOX.